I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Stoker. We are Pretty Deadly, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Chino Liao checking in on another Thursday night. We hope everybody is safe and dry. Because by God, I've been seeing too many people posting na yung mga indoor flooding, yung mga leaks like yung bahay namin, my room actually. Uh, th- there's leaks all around. So I hope you guys are dry and that your houses are are still in relatively good condition despite yung inclement weather natin. So, yeah, dito din yeah. sa amin, may tulo. Um, so apparently, pwede palang bahayin ng ilaw, like a light fixture. Yes, that happened to me too. I learned so, that this year. <laughs> yeah, diba? Pwede pala yun. Diba? Kala ko, makamatay kapag nangyari yun. But not really. Just happens, you know? So, sana na tayo safe. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure hindi mag-short. Uh, for those of you who are looking out for us, or looking for us rather, on Kumu, uh, wait lang ng konti. Mahina kalaban. Ro is trying to figure that out along with Babyface producer Nikai. So they're trying to figure that out backstage. In the meantime, though, we gotta say uh, congratulations to Heidelin Diaz. The first ever Filipino to win an Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking government. Man. Tama yan. Tama yan. Kaya dun sa mga nare-red tag, mag-practice na kayo ng sports. Para makalabang kayo sa gobyerno. Yeah, you, you love to see it. You love to see uh, people being petty on Heidelin Diaz's behalf. I'm just really happy that it finally happened within our lifetimes na, you know we have an Olympic gold medalist uh, who's in her prime. Na yung nga nakikita natin, di ba? So big, big ups to Heidelin Diaz. And I hope that everybody who promised you mga rewards and prizes and donations for her actually pulled through. Sabi daw ni BIR, di raw taxable. So let's hope na totoo nga yun, no? Uh, in other congratulatory news, we got to congratulate our friend Robbie Eagles of New Japan hey. Pro Wrestling, the brand new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. He beat El Desperado at the Tokyo Dome over the weekend, and I was so, so happy to see that moment happen. you guys? Yeah, I was watching live uh, with friends, so it was pretty huge. Um, didn't really see it happening, but I'm um, amazed that it did. So uh, I guess they wanted something different there and gave him a reward for sticking it out. So congrats, Kuya Robbie. Uh, you deserve it after you know uh, staying all that, um, spending all that time in quarantine in Australia. Yeah, uh, really, really huge as well. Because uh, Robbie is the first. Uh, champion in New Japan of both Australian and Filipino heritage. So it's really, oh. really big na nangyari to. So nga, um, we're not just saying this because we know Robbie Eagles, but just because he's Filipino, he's representing us and, of course, Australia. So uh, congrats again to the Sniper of the Skies, your new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. So uh, for those who are casuals to NJPW, what is the WWE equivalent to the championship that Robbie Eagles won? Well, technically, the WWE equivalent is a cruiserweight championship, but it's more prestigious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
mas, mas prestigious, prestigious kasi people like Kota Ibushi have held it and now Kota Ibushi yes. uh, is Kenny a former world champion diba? in New Japan Kenny Omega has held it right right yeah. Finn Balor when uh, yeah. he was still Fergal Devitt he also won it so a uh, big deal talaga yon sa Japanese wrestling yeah. yung, yung junior heavyweight title yeah uh, okay I'm looking through questions Chino I think we talked about Jay White last week no but something else happened on Impact uh, see, see, let's mention it real quick Oh, so on Impact this week, Jay White actually confronted the Elite by teasing a Bullet Club versus Elite rivalry down the way. So instead of the forbidden door being blown wide open to form a Super Bullet Club, ang nangyari is Jay White actually was uh, called out Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers and Don Callis. Um, a feud erupted. The Good Brothers jumped Jay White and Chris Bay, who apparently is being teased as a new recruit for Bullet Club, walks out to uh, to help Jay White. So essentially, it's not what we thought it was. It's not like the whole Super Bullet Club thing. May good guy barito para lahat sila bad guy. Yeah, which is a little weird, de ba? Because una inexpect natin magkakampian lang sila lahat, de ba? Jay White being a never open weight champion. Kenny Omega being all the champions, diba? So parang alam mo, kakampiyan sila. But it's a, they, they try to do a twist and they're trying to play Jay White as the face here, which is, again, weird kasi never ko pa siya nakita as a good guy. Kahit ever. Parang di bagay. Diba? Yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. weird. It's a little weird uh, impact-wise. But we'll see where it goes. Alright. Let's go to WWE. And uh, do you want to start inside the ring or outside the ring? And he's fine. <laughs> I see that. Okay. Guys, kayo, audience. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So you ask the audience, saan gusto mag-start? Outside the ring news or in-ring news or in-ring uh, happenings? Uh, it, it's not as busy of a week as it was last week, diba? Uh, but there is still st- some stuff to talk about. So, yeah, let's start with, you know, let's start with stuff outside the ring. Uh, the biggest piece of news to come out from yung, yung rumors is that, uh, we'll actually can confirm that, that Canyon Seaman has been released. So he used to be yung uh, vice president for talent development. He was actually here in the Philippines in 2017 as part of a scouting trip. Uh, and, and he was at the PWR show in January 2017. We got to meet him. I got to shake his hand, take a picture and all that. And this was pretty surprising to me. I, I did not see this coming even though ni report ni Sean Ross Sapna for weeks there has already been smoke. And sabi nga nila, diba, where there is smoke, there is fire. Yeah, I don't know uh, what the deal is. Siguro... Uh, I did hear, um, you know, rumblings in the past where Canyon Seaman wasn't really well liked backstage. Uh, I don't think he got along with Triple H, so I think they are trying to restructure the talent relations part of the of the of the company, especially on the NXT side. So, okay, yeah, uh, weird. I thought he was a lifer there, but apparently not. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Anren, if he's going to stay in the industry. Because prior to that, he was really more known for his involvement in volleyball. He was a pro volleyball player. Then I think he was like heading finance or something in the Volleyball Association in the U.S. I, I forget the acronym. But yeah, it seems that John Laurinaitis or Johnny Ace will be taking over the duties of scouting and recruiting for developmental in WWE. So there, that's your outside the ring news. That's not good. No, wait, wait, wait. I just oh. want to say that that's not good because, as you all know, uh, when Johnny Ace is involved with talent with talent scouting, you're gonna get you know the kind of people Vince liked before, you mga muscle heads and yeah. um, hot divas which, and all of that. Yeah, which no. also leads to a lot of mga hakahaka, mga bulong-bulungan online that they want to get Braun Strowman back. So unfounded yeah. rumors, to be sure. But if it does happen, alam na natin kung bakit. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's that's how it'll affect us, basically. Okay, let's step in the ring. Let's uh, start with SmackDown. So we found out now we're not getting Cena Roman just yet because now Finn Balor is in the picture. So people are assuming na magiging triple threat ito. But ako, parang mas gusto ko na Finn Roman lang muna. Then get rid of Finn and move on to Cena Roman. What do you guys think, Ro? Uh, no, no, a lot of people on TikTok have been asking us, uh, is it going to be a triple threat? Are they going to do a triple threat? Which is kind of a reasonable uh, no, expectation because Finn Balor dito. And if you're not like fully locked in with the rumors and all of that, uh, you probably will think the same thing. So 
uh, I think this was just their way of making the build a little more interesting. I guess they didn't want to do a, like a full four weeks of you know back and forth promo battles. Okay, uh, throw in a detour here and there for for Roman Reigns, and you know give Finn something to do, which is actually pretty good. So I would rather have this than you uh, having to see Finn versus Zab- Sami Zayn like three weeks in a row. Yun be equivalent ng missionary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, so, uh, yes. I feel like even if they do pull the trigger on the triple threat, it's still not outside the realm of possibilities for them to go into a Roman Finn or a Roman Cena feud. Because they did it with Edge and Brian, right? They they did the triple threat, and then they did Roman Brian, and then they did Roman Edge. Yes, it sounds repetitive. But at least with these characters, they're very different from Brian and from Edge. Diba? One of them is like very clean cut. The other one is major edgy kind of So at least then you still get a little bit of a different scenario. And even if they do pull the triple threat. Now that said, long term booking if they just do it one at a time instead of just putting everybody in the same ship and just balana. Say what's up to Joy in the comments. Yay, umabot ka. Welcome, Joy. Thanks for uh, making it to the live stream of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Uh, yeah, um, I, I think na having Finn in there does make things interesting. But mas curious ako to see if uh, if Finn gets to retain yung edginess niya as the prince. Kasi based on the limited sample size, parang medyo nawawala yung edginess niya from the NXT character that he had over the last two years or so. So yun lang major cause for concern, but um, it's it's two weeks again, small sample size. So nasa wait and see mode parin tayo. That's what I'd recommend. No, and I disagree. I disagree with that take. Uh, I think that they are bringing in some of the NXT edginess. Um, going by the way he talked to Roman Reigns last Friday on SmackDown, feeling ko ano eh, feeling ko carry over na eh. uh, Maybe not the wrestling style, pero yung attitude niya feeling ko nandun siya. Uh, people in the comments talking about how much they love or not love missionary. So Bruce hates missionary. Nice to know that uh, you don't like your missionary. Si Waki love daw niya kasi set up to pile driver. So naitahi pa rin niya sa wrestling. Thanks, Boss Waki. <laughs> um, sticking to SmackDown, let's talk about yung Rolling Loud Festival. So if you're not familiar, yung Rolling Loud is a hip-hop festival that happens in Florida. And then this year, Fox, the network, happened to be part of it. And then my ambag din si WWE so they can keep promoting SmackDown. They had a ring set up sa stage. It awkward because they were so far away from the crowd. And when the wrestlers made their entrances, ganun din. Parang nag-catwalk sila. And then they went back on stage to wrestle. So what did you guys think about that whole setup sa Rolling Loud? Like, I got the point of it. It's just that parang sumabla yung execution for me. Kauchino, what do you think? I, I, I didn't think it was necessary for one. Nakasira siya sa presentation of wrestling. Uh, doing it that way didn't really benefit the wrestlers or or the product. Like gets ko kasi hip hop festival siya, so so you wanna bring that edge to it. But at the, at the same time, number one, the 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 way it was set was weird, and number two, people are probably too stoned to care about testing in a hip hop <laughs> festival. Let's just, let's just put it that way. it's it's so out of place. The way we talked about, I talked about how. How hip hop and wrestling don't really have uh, a strong connection, apart from the current history that we have. So, I I guess they're trying to put uh, their best foot forward in that regard. But uh, for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, lang yung idea of uh, bringing in bringing wrestling to a casual crowd, but the way they did it, the the matches they put on, that is not what you show a casual crowd. Now, if you um so go to a good part of the of the rolling loud crowd where WWE fans were SmackDown fans. Okay, sure and I appreciate the um Chad Cable versus uh versus Angelo Dawkins uh and Bianca Belair versus Carmella. But uh, I'm sure the best thing you should be doing is to wow the audience with some really good high high paced frantic stuff. Uh, should have been a full tag team match with the Street Profits and the Alpha Academy. Uh, should have had luchadors in there somewhere. Uh, talagang bring the big stuff, bring the fancy, the high risk stuff that would really pop any crowd, no matter whether 
they are new to wrestling or you know used to wrestling. Maling malik talaga yung binatintinan I just want to add that I feel like yung Carmella and Bianca Belair made sense because parehas lang hip hop eh, de ba? Bianca Belair is all that bling about that bling. Si Carmella used sure, to have sure. that hip hop gimmick, de ba? So I get it. It's just the execution fell a little flat. Hindi siya kasing kasing impactful like they were expecting. Maybe if they had like Rose said, had they brought out the bigger guns, it might have been better. No, the problem for me was the whole setup in the first place. The fact that the stage nandun yung ring. Sobrang layo, di ba? Like for a concert, for a festival, expected kasi hindi, hindi mo naman alam kung sinong loko yung nasa crowd, di ba? Pag pinalapit nandun sa mga artista, dun sa mga celebrity. So gets ko kung bakit for, for a concert pwede yun. Pero for a wrestling event, parang awkward lang talaga pag nasa malayo yung ring. Uh, as in, hindi siya nasa center where everyone has a good chance of actually seeing the action. Second, I'm gonna agree with Ro here. Sana nagdala sila ng recognizable names. Like, bring out Rey Mysterio, diba? That's that's a mainstream enough name. Bring out Edge. I'm sure somebody there in that crowd would have recognized Edge. So, yun. Um, I, I think it was uh, a matter of logistics lang. Medyo sumablay dun. Tsaka yung, I, I don't think they sent out the right people. Plus, uh, someone might call us out. Montez Ford is still injured or is still recovering, which is why he obviously couldn't be in that match. Yeah, um, I was worried about that then. But still, siempre uh, it's not the type of wrestling uh, the crowd, the casual crowd would want to see. So, talagang parang binali wala nila yung ano yung din sa rolling crowd. How do you guys feel about comparing this to the NXT UK the download festivals at NXT UK? Because those seem to be pretty well received. Uh, the download festival shows were more of a traditional wrestling setup because eh? they were in the middle uh the crowd was surrounding the ring so they could they had a good view so and then it was nxt uk so the matches were good so mga yun, locals yun. so kahit papano, pa nila. and then it's closer to yung, yung mga summer camp setups i'm not right. sure Chino, if you remember mga british wrestlers like sosai king na yeah, yeah, yeah. Sa mga, ano, mga summer yeah, camp yeah, yeah. so the download yeah. festival kind of was reminiscent of the the summer camp vibes sa British culture. So parang mas swak siya eh, kesa dito sa Rolling Loud. Uh, Jace is asking in the comment section, is Sasha injured? Parang walang balita na injured siya. I think she's really just taking time off. Sasha yeah. is just living her life. Oh. Or yeah. baka, no, baka nag-shoot ng Mandalorian. Yeah. Pwede, pwede. Actually. Baka, di ba? Di natin na lang. Okay, we'll talk about Raw in a bit. We'll also talk about NXT. So lots of Carrion Cross uh, coming up after the break. But before that, gotta let you know about the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon program. Shempre, if you're part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreons or, or patrons rather, you can be part of our Discord community. You get to be part of your watch parties for big events. Sometimes live pangan natin pinapanood on a Monday morning. You get merch from the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and many other benefits. And all you have to do is to sign up at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. Again, that's patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Guys, guys, guys. I just want to remind you all that SummerSlam is happening on Sunday morning Manila time. Yon. Sunday morning Manila time. So perfect time to get on a live watch party with us, diba? Uh, Since we can't go to skinny mics dahil may pandemia pa rin. It's a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon Discord. Ro, let's tell them how they can support the podcast through their online shopping. All right, guys. If you are still shopping on Lazada, and I'm sure most of you are, you can support us by using our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash E-U-L. Podlink.co slash E-U-L. Again, you got to click on that link before you add to cart and check out. And portions of your purchases will help us do what we do here on the podcast. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi, Stan C here. Just dropping by to let you know that I have my own podcast called On Deck with Stan C where I interview iconic radio personalities as well as my friends in the radio industry. We talk about their origin stories, their most memorable on-air moments, the radio industry in the digital age, and so much more. So, if you're a radio head, just like me, make sure to follow and subscribe to On Deck with Stan C, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Let's get to some shoutouts over on Kumu. Before we get the shoutouts on Kumu, I just want to answer Bruce's question. Why is SummerSlam on a Sunday morning? Because it is happening on Saturday night, um, August 21, uh, US time, as requested by the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So, magpapalit yung schedule nila with NXT TakeOver 36. TakeOver 36 will happen on a Monday morning, while SummerSlam will happen on Sunday morning. 
All right. So yeah. saying hey to Clydenium, who says he's a Jeff Hardy fan. Hey, man. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, saying hey to Aaron, our patron, and Kyle, who sent us Halo Halo. Guys, hey. salamat for your Halo Halo. Uh, Thanks, guys. Thank you all. To everyone who has joined us on the live Kumu stream, pala, which uh, is already up, we forgot to mention, I think. Uh, so, Yun, if you're if you were waiting for the Kumu stream, it's now up. You can go there over there right now. Right, let's go to Raw and let's talk about Karrion Cross. So, yung bali balita is that he was supposed to go on Raw again to lose to Jeff Hardy, but uh, na derail because Jeff Hardy uh, has tested positive for COVID nineteen. <laughs> Jeff Hardy lost to COVID. Oh, di ba naman boy pa si Jeff Hardy so And I'm sure he's vaccinated. So what do you guys think about this? Um, with with the way na Karrion Cross is being booked. Uh I don't know. I don't understand it either. People are gonna say it's the way things work. Um, you know, it's the developmental system happening. Pero hindi ko alam eh. Uh, hindi rin natin alam, hindi rin alam ng mga tao sa WWE bakit uh, gustong ipatalos ni Vince Karrion Cross to Jeff Hardy. Nobody can explain this. I think uh, if I were to guess, he was being petty toward NXT for some reason. People feel like he's sending a message to NXT. I don't know how true that is. So if it is true that he is being petty, then that's pretty terrible because... Um, just because the NXT system works and they're over like hell over there as compared to Raw and SmackDown doesn't mean you get to bury them or you know try to bury them on on Raw. Tsaka anong kind of anong kind of message kay wag niyo galingan. Oh my. Well, NXT wag niyo galingan, diba? Well, that's such a weird way to go about things. Again, we've talked about this uh last week as well. Uh NXT the, and the main roster are kind of at odds because it's so weird that the main roster negates everything you've done in NXT. And it's even rarer nowadays for you to recognize or for the announced team to recognize anything anybody's ever done in NXT. Parang decounted lahat ng accomplishments mo sa NXT. Which is so weird because a lot of the wrestlers who get called up have a lot of NXT accomplishments, diba? So, buta na lang yung kay Tony Storm sinabi nila. But apart, but it's just weird how nobody uh, get, gives in the main roster, or Vince at least, to give NXT any respect. Okay, to be fair, minimension naman na, oh, naging NXT tag team champion to, naging champion to. Like, if you actually watch yung matches with the commentary and everything, they do say na ito yung NXT pedigree nitong taong to. Now, as for yung but, mga rivalries, but, yung mga stories, but, 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 yun wait, yung hindi wait, nila dinadala sa continuity. That's no, what I'm saying. Not just that, not just that. They erased Charlotte's NXT title runs. Yes. So uh, they uh, don't recognize Charlotte as uh, NXT Women's Champion. So hindi niya kasama sa official title count niya. So, I so think recent lang to, ah. Recent yeah, yeah, development recent, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. It's weird. Yeah, it's so, weird na nangyari to because just recently, she was being touted as like a 12-time champion. Yeah, so like when I yeah. was doing... Uh, my research for the Charlotte interview I did for TAP, I actually introduced her as 12-time women's champion. Because at the time, di pa siya, uh, hindi niya pa natara si Rhea, di ba? 12-time considering yung two NXT runs niya. So, you know, very weird, bro, that you mentioned that they erased it all of a sudden. I don't know where that where that's coming from. I guess it doesn't matter to them anymore as much. Uh, uh, it really is just a developmental championship uh, at this point. So, hindi uh, siya third brand. Uh, I'm going back to calling it, you know, the developmental brand, and then Raw and SmackDown is the main roster. So I don't know what what that is. I just don't know. I I guess uh, Vince only considers Raw and SmackDown to be the shows, the, the shows on the on the on the main roster. Uh, let's answer Joseph's question here. Nasan ba si Scarlett? Parang ang soft doubting na ni Karrion Cross pag wala si Scarlett. Yeah, I'm gonna agree na it's weird to see him without Scarlett on Raw. Parang may kulang talaga, especially since from NXT, di ba, nanonood tayo eh, talagang inestablished na Karrion Cross with Scarlett. Like, she's part of the act. So, Chino, to you, what does that say? Na he's on Raw all by himself. It, it makes him look a lot weaker than he actually is. Which I guess helps the fact that somebody like Jeff, not, nothing against Jeff Hardy, but the fact that somebody like Jeff Hardy can beat a reigning champion essentially, it has to it has to take away something from him. You know, it has to make him at least look weaker. And so, must believable, siguro, for Vince to have him lose 
without Scarlet there because it makes him look a little bit more beatable. Yeah, he didn't have any. Wala na siyang ano eh. Uh, wala na siyang harbinger. So, yeah, diba? Wala uh, siyang... Nawala yung... Sorry, nawala to yung... use like a comic yeah, yeah. book term, it's like Galactus without Silver Surfer. Parang yeah, ganun, yeah, diba? exactly, wala siyang, exactly. Wala siyang, wala siyang Alipores. Wala siyang... No. Alipores? <laughs> no, I mean, wala siyang nag-herald. I mean, what does Scarlet actually do? Diba? Calls out Karrion Cross? Does he focus on it? No, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. That's essentially yeah. What, um, she, what she does. She does it to guess what? <laughs> He doesn't interfere no, in yung, matches, diba? Oh. No, yung part of his presentation yeah. on that regard. So that was really weird. Yun, yeah, it makes it makes him superhuman, I guess. Um, that is the entire point of what Vince wants to do with Karrion Cross uh, on Raw. He's superhuman. He just now looks regular human. Which is like, like a regular human. Which is weird because he's super jacked. How are you gonna yeah. normalize that? Diba? I don't know, <laughs> but I guess he's not super jacked beside Lashley and Drew McIntyre. So That's I don't fair, know. Right? <laughs> so I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. Hindi ko na lam. factor din. Hindi siya when you stack him up beside uh, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, even Jinder Mahal, diba? yeah. he doesn't look. Uh, the biggest, uh, whereas on NXT, he easily looks the biggest. So I don't know what that is um, all about. I, f- I feel like there is a size thing in play here. But yeah, I think that's what Vince wants us to think. Na hindi superhuman si Karrion Cross. Uh, somebody's asking, see, Tito Uncle, what's up, man? He's saying it's, it feels weird to be invested in NXT when they call it the third brand, then all of a sudden, developmental treatment na naman yung nakukuha nila. I, I, I think this really goes back to something we said weeks ago na yung NXT is really appointment viewing for, for a certain type of fan. Whereas Raw yeah. and SmackDown is really aimed at a different fan. It's really aimed at the more casual, yeah. mainstream, even the lapsed fans, the people like Goldberg showing up. Or even John Cena, the way that he's being presented now is like the conquering hero from Hollywood is really aimed at lapsed fans or like uh, mainstream fans, right? Yeah, uh, it's pretty sad because uh, a lot of people are invested in NXT. <laughs> Vince doesn't consider this valuable, I believe. So he's also really just taking a dump on one segment of his audience. Uh, good question from Wacky, right? If you're going to just let Karen Cross lose consecutive weeks, to guys like Jeff Hardy, why call him up in the first place? Oh, because they need bodies on Raw. Uh, that's really it. Because Raw has been shallow uh, over, over the pandemic. Uh, it's really and now they that people. they have. Yeah, they lost people. Uh, talagang kailangan nila ng bodies. So uh, Cross was like the main roster ready type of guy that they had. And then he also looked looked main roster ready because of his jack stature. So yun, that's why they got him. Let's talk about yung kalaban ni Karrion Cross this week, and that's Keith Lee. If you know your NXT history, they had uh, they had that match where Keith Lee lost his NXT championship to Karrion Cross, leading to Keith Lee's own call-up. And then now fast forward to July 2021, and he tweeted out some things uh, reportedly about yung frustrations niya about his booking. And then he quickly took them down, and then he tweeted again saying that he's just going to tell everything in his own words. He's going to tweet it out. Just give him a week or two. What do you make of this, Chino? It feels, I don't want to say this because I'm a big Keith Lee fan, but it feels like he's on his way out. Um, it feels like he's not happy with the way he's being presented. Um, and these are issues he's raised before in the past. Right? If you follow him on Twitter, which I do, you'll see him try and placate fans and try to put on a smile while while still doing the job, right? but then and everybody can only take so much. And so if you're not happy with where you're at right now, it might actually mean that he might actually be on his way out. I might be reading too much into it. It might be a character change. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh venting these frustrations because on Twitter and then eventually deleting them. Uh, it's not a good look. Eh? I said this on the grapevine on smarthenry.com. So he's not happy, it seems. And 
he is not willing to stick around and deal with uh, with the muck of you know having to lose on Raw to people, even though they're not terrible losses, diba? Uh, it's Bobby Lashley and NXT champion Karrion Cross. That's not basta basta sino lang, diba? If he is believing that he deserves to be booked a certain way, then I'm sure that he's not going to be happy here on Raw. And if it's true that Vince is no longer, you know, like favoring him in any form, then I do believe that he will, he, as Chino said, he will be on his way out uh, sometime soon, if not next year. I think he's going to be all elite next year. If people want to see him succeed, if people want to see him get pushed, and that's not happening right now, then what up? What Sabini Vincent, he'd rather see Keith Lee go back to NXT for a dream match with Samoa Joe. And ako okay lang sa akin to. Like, uh, kung nag-usap-usap sila sa WWE and they figured out na, okay, hindi pala mag-work out for Keith Lee to be on Raw, edi sige, uh, let, let's put him back in NXT. Why not? I, I but, would love to see Keith Lee versus uh, Samoa Joe. But it doesn't really happen that way. Remember, Alistair Black wanted to go back to NXT and he didn't ever got that. Diba? And look at where he is at now. He's now called Malakai eh, on AEW. <laughs> yeah, but then so again, it, it did happen for Finn, for Zack Ryder, for Brizango, yeah, for Joe. Hindi naman sila, hindi siya, it's a one-to-one case na porket nangyari Finn and Joe. Mangyayari na kay Alistair Black. Yeah, na kay I agree. Keith, diba? hmm. So it, it doesn't really transfer that way. So maybe he did ask to go back to NXT. We don't know that. He never said na hindi siya umigay ng opportunity to go back. For all we know, humigisha na opportunity and they just said no. I would love that though if uh, Keith Lee took the Samoa Joe route. <laughs> na, get released. Tapos yung pala, it's a way to get back to NXT, diba? So, um, but uh, it's one of those things, okay, I would like to see him succeed elsewhere then. Because he does deserve it. Yeah. Uh, bottom line, we love Keith Lee on the podcast. So, kung san siya masaya, san siya magsasucceed, eh, di dun tayo, diba? Yep. Let's go to NXT since we love NXT so much. Uh, let's start off with Takeover Thirty Six because nandun yung lahat ng big events. They're gonna put it all there. Volter and uh, Ilya Dragunov. That's happening on Takeover Thirty Six. Samoa Joe has been cleared. It's him versus Karrion Cross for the NXT title at Takeover Thirty Six, and it looks like we're getting Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez for Takeover Thirty Six as well. So the question here for all of this, maybe except for uh, Volter versus Dragunov, is. Nagmamadali ba si NXT? Kasi parang all of a sudden, like, wow, okay, let's, let's book everything for TakeOver 36. Bam! Dakota Kai turns on Raquel. Bam! Samoa Joe is cleared. He resigns from, from management and all that. Okay, um, I'm going to answer this question by addressing uh, Andre's question here in the comments. Is Triple H blindsided by the Keith Lee call-up? Um, I think he is blindsided by a lot of the call-ups. Um, from the way things work on NXT and from the way they're looking right now, parang ano eh, parang hindi siya binibigyan ng lead time basta ano, parang nagde-decide lang si Vince na okay, I want to call up this guy and this guy and this guy. And you see it with someone like Karrion Cross. So now, uh, Vince wanted Karrion Cross on Raw or SmackDown or wherever and now, he has to wrap up Karrion Cross's stint by pulling Samoa Joe out of that um, uh, enforcer role that he originally envisioned for him when he got back to NXT. So to me, uh, because um, he is getting blindsided by all these call-ups and possible call-ups, like with Bronson Reed diba, uh, losing the NXT North American Championship, they are, they, I feel like they're really fast-tracking a lot of the storylines here on NXT just in case someone gets called up. So yun na papansin ko. I don't know if you guys have noticed that as well. Chino. So Dakota Kai for women's champion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, parang ganun eh. Because <laughs> yeah. like I, I I don't first of all, I don't doubt that Raquel Gonzalez might be called up. She fit, she fits the archetype that they're trying to fill, uh which is like strong lady archetype, I guess you could say. Uh but I feel like with regards and I'm just talking about one particular storyline here with, which is Kai and Gonzalez. Yun medyo na binisan ako doon because I expected this to happen a little bit earlier in this partnership and not this late in the game. Not this late in their working relationship with, with one another. Because it feels very abrupt for all of a sudden, for, for me all of a sudden to see Dakota Kai suddenly have the quabs 
of being the NXT Women's Champion, diba? Why now? Why not when Raquel was just a champion, diba? Or why not when Raquel was fighting for the championship, diba? Parang it feels, it feels very sudden for me. And you, it didn't you feel look, earned. No, yes, it didn't feel yes. earned. Yes. It felt weird nung pinapanood ko yung NXT tapos si Dakota Kai just all of a sudden referred to Raquel as Big Mommy Cool. Like talagang yeah. yung Shawn Michaels oh. and Diesel talagang inaano na nila. And we know how Shawn Michaels and Diesel happened, diba? even if we're not kids of the new generation. Like, you know, know how it happened if you know your history. To be fair, si Dakota Kai calls Raquel Gonzalez that on social media. Oh, uh, okay, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a thing that you'd have to know if you follow them both, diba? But I guess ko yung point mo. Right, right. Um, it didn't feel earned lang. And siguro a good counterpart to be a main roster story, the Festival of Friendship. Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. That was a turn and a breakup that really felt earned. Now, when it happened, but people were comparing it to the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones. Like, talagang, it really affected people emotionally. Whereas, itong Dakota and Raquel, like, we kind of knew it was going to happen, but the way it happened, it just really left me wanting for more. Yeah, uh, the problem, Kase, is that I didn't see Dakota get built up as a credible threat. Uh, she had one win. I believe it was against Ember Moon. And then all yeah. of a sudden, Zaylee gets involved and um, she gets jealous of Zaylee. Yeah, that came out. Yeah. So that was only one win for Dakota Kai. And then it would have been a lot better if she had a string of wins, build her up as a crafty and cunning heel wrestler. That was, um, that's how you show that she could be a threat to her former best friend. Sobra sayang lang because TakeOver 36 is about a month away. This could have happened in two weeks. Sana there was a segment this week to show that Dakota was getting jealous after she beat somebody. Diba? Yeah. Have naman, that happen next week as well. I just wanted more matches. It, I, I just don't know what they're going to do for the next three or four weeks now that the turn has happened. Because I think that the turn could have happened in two weeks and give them another two weeks just to really formalize your match. Mm, I guess. So yeah, overall, it's 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 kind of weird to see NXT struggle in this regard. Because when you stack up the, the WWE shows against one another, NXT has always stood out as cohesive storytelling, continuity being addressed and all that. Uh, but in recent weeks, you can really feel the effects of the main roster on NXT. And this is where I think we have to acknowledge that as much as we want to say that they're separate universes, they're connected because of all of this. Yeah. Um, well, technically, I would still call them separate universes. Uh, it's just that you know one feeds upon the other, right? like the multiverse, and uh, <laughs> it just so happens that the the things that happen in each other's worlds don't necessarily matter in you know uh, the other world. So, talagang wala na sa lang pakaalam kung ano nangyari sa NXT. Wala pakaalam mo raw kung ano nangyari sa NXT, di ba? Pero wala rin pakaalam ang NXT kung ano nangyari sa Raw. So, which is good because at least it doesn't paint Karrion uh, Cross as a sitting duck after losing to Jeff Hardy. Any other, uh, other thoughts on NXT, guys, before we go to AEW? Uh, I'm good. All right, so yeah, let's go to AEW. Okay, I want to start with Nick Gage and Chris Jericho. Uh, that was labor number two in MJF's Five Labors of Jericho. And... My question coming out of that match is, was all of this necessary? Angalin. Uh Chris Jericho putting himself through a freaking death match on television. It's a labor. Was this necessary? <laughs> it's, labor. it's a labor. <laughs> it's a labor. It's a labor. I mean, you need challenge you know, right? You need yeah, challenge the MJF. You're Kanye. putting it in the context of a labor, which is something arboreous and, and difficult yeah. and <laughs> overwhelming, <laughs> then yes, it's necessary. Because yeah. that's what the is. Si Jericho para niya yung match with MJF. So yes, yeah, exactly. I guess it was necessary. Okay, uh, fine, do you mean fine. do you mean that was the death match necessary? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, it it okay. does make sense. It does make sense though, because yeah, it is a labor. So um, it's not just a death match for death match's sake. It's just really a match that Chris Jericho had to do if he really, really wanted to earn that match with MJF. Okay. I feel I, I get your point. Tama kayo, tama kayo. I, I feel like this is also a great way for them to introduce and reintroduce people we haven't seen in a long, long time. The man actually person was Nick Gage. Now we get Hooventude for next week. <laughs> yeah, so, we're getting yeah. the juice back for week three for Labor Day. WWE star na naman. But then also, guys, this might also be a good way for them 
to reintroduce all the Jerichos from all of time. <laughs> variant. The Jericho variant. Diba? The Jericho variants, diba? Ariana since, Grande Jericho. Diba? Diba? Since Hoovy is from WCW, why not bring back Lion Tamer Jericho? Bigyan niyo siyang hair extensions, diba? Oh, let's have Landstorm come back out from diba? retirement. Diba? Exactly. That might actually be... Remember how they wanted Landstorm versus Jericho to be the big match of Jericho's um, anniversary on AEW kasi hindi lang nakalipad si Landstorm? That might actually be a great way to insert Landstorm back into the picture. Diba? Who knows? Okay. It, might, it might be a great way... Kasi diba ngayon, it was Painmaker Jericho. When was the last time we saw him? New yeah, Japan pa, diba? Yeah, New Japan. Diba? Japan pa. So it might be a great way for them to reintroduce all the Jerichos from all of history. I've got a question for you guys. Uh, just to bring it back to Nick Gage and the deathmatch of it all. Does deathmatch wrestling have a place on mainstream television? Because I had a big problem with seeing a guy use a pizza cutter on another guy or seeing a guy smash a light tube on another guy's head on television. Like if you want to do that on pay-per-view or at your independent wrestling shows, Fine. Like, I think there's a niche for that. But on TV? Ako ba? Parang hindi na nanood ng Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, you know this. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Well, my point is, if you can if you can now stomach Game of Thrones on, you know, on cable television, which um, is also a thing uh, that uh, AEW appears on, then this is perfectly fine, I believe. Ako, okay. Ako, as a deathmatch fan, um, I feel like it doesn't do the art form of wrestling any favors. Um, and I don't like it when people say wrestling is this or that. You know? in, in that sense, if you're a casual guy surfing through the channels and you switch to TNT that night and you happen to see Nick Gage getting hit with about five light tubes to end the match, Parang ikaw, makikita mo na parang what the hell is happening here? Diba? What, what the fuck is this? Is this what wrestling is now? Nasaan na si Hulk Hogan? Nasaan na yung mga ganyan? Diba? So it turns people off instantly. You know, it's not as, it's not the great, uh, it's not the most approachable way to introduce casual fans into wrestling, which is, I suppose, a market that AEW is also after still. Diba? At the uh, same time, oh wait, at the same time, sorry. I understand why they put it on there. But also, it's not for everybody. Um, I think they earned the right to have a death match. Because going back to the labors of Jericho's story, it's not like they put on a death match. Now, wala lang. Okay, mag death match tayo. Wala lang. Uh, random throwaway death match on this week's episode of Dynamite. Uh, it's not like that. It wasn't like that. It made sense. It was a match that. Jericho had to go through if he really wanted to have his long-awaited match with MJF. And I believe uh, they were also harping on that point on commentary, right? For sure. Um, it made sense for them. It made sense. They made it made sense. So uh, I, to me, it felt like a special attraction that earned its place as a special attraction. So it's not for everyone, yes. But you know when hardcore matches used to be big deals? Uh, yeah. in in WWE back then when yeah. you would put them on a pay-per-view and they would be really big deals because they would, they would be bloody and they would be fun they would be really violent this was this was like that I felt like this was like that I don't know well you guys know naman my stance on death matches I really dislike them I just sat through them para lang mapag-usapan natin uh, but yeah you guys watching us uh, on Kumu and on Facebook let us know do you think you death matches have a place on mainstream TV do you even like them in particular I see a lot of you commenting on the unfortunate uh, timing of the Domino's pizza commercial <laughs> right as Nick Gage brought out the pizza cutter during the live broadcast Stan <laughs> you you know what this means right Stan if you count Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage you have seen more Nick Gage matches than anybody else in your entire <laughs> life. <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> by, by the I way, eh, by the way, libre yung ano, Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage on YouTube. Yes. People have been uploading it. Yes, so you can search yes. it on YouTube, Nick Gage versus Matt Cardona for the GCW Championship. Uh, GCW Homecoming Night 1. Uh, it's right there. All in, uh, yeah. it's 40 minute, 40 plus minute glory. Yeah, uh, I've got some stuff to say about that too. But first, we got to take a break and we got to let you know about another way you can support the podcast through your online shopping. Take it away, Ro. All right, guys. Online shopping on Shopee, also a big deal, which a lot of us do. Uh, we got eight, a friend eight. who. 
yeah, we got a lot of uh, friends who work on Shopee, so got to support them as well. You can support the podcast by shopping by using our affiliate link. It is tinyurl.com slash WWPX. Shopee, uh, tinyurl.com slash WWPX. S-H-O-P-E-E. Portions of your purchases will help us do what we do here on the pod. And now another message from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hey, Chino Liao here, host of the new podcast on Podcast Network Asia called Class Clown. Now I try to learn about the world through the lives of different professionals each week alongside by another stand-up comedian. The topics are limitless. The jokes are aplenty only here on Class Clown. Let's get to some shout-outs over on Kumu. All right, all right, all right. People on Kumu saying hey to Baby Ella five one three seven. Saying hey to our good friend Scumageddon. He says he wants to see Joe versus Volta on NXT. I think yes, that's please. happening sooner than you think because uh, uh, my prediction for this for NXT Takeover is that Ilya finally wins, and then that can be finally the excuse for Volta to go over to the states and you know finally achieve his destiny of being the best. <laughs> Of being uh, the it. new Dominic Mysterio. Oh, oh. being the <laughs> being the the brutal variant of Dominic Mysterio. Uh, we have a variant of Dominic Mysterio here in the Philippines. His name is Ricky J. Publico. Uh, saying, hey. <laughs> uh, saying hey to Abby who sent us. What's 10 up, Abby? Halo halos. Yeah. Oh wow! Guys. Thank you, Abby. Tapatan niyo naman halo halo ni Abby. Kain niyan. I'm sure kain niyan. We love to see it. We love to see it. Okay. Uh, sticking with AEW, people have been tweeting about CM Punk. He was trending on Twitter because Darby Allen referenced him in his backstage promo kanina. Sabi niya, pinopromote nila yung Chicago show and that he was calling out the best in the world. And when you put best in the world and Chicago, all of us wrestling fans immediately think of CM Punk. So is it time to believe or should we still be in I'll only believe it when I see it mode? Not just that, let me add what else uh, the other signs are. So CM Punk followed Tony Khan and AEW on Twitter. Uh, Living Color followed AEW on Twitter. So yung mga yun, uh, those are signs that are pointing towards one, Philip Brooks, Philip Jack Brooks coming to Chicago for AEW. So I don't know, I think uh, they're giving it away. And if I were them, I'd ride the momentum, diba? Get the buzz, cause uh, WWE had a good week last week for Money in the Bank from uh, the the live crowds coming back from Raw. Why does Will Goldberg Steelers, from Goldberg? Yeah, yeah, no, no, Goldberg got a pop. Uh, I heard that. So might as well uh, leverage your buzz and you know promote the hell out of CM Punk. And if and if this week's Dynamite was any indication, maganda din yung pop na nila from. Uh, the live crowds just look at the dark order uh elite matchup yes. yes. so really good stuff so moving down the ways you if i guys when i just imagining hearing the opening riff of cult of cult personality, of personality. Again, <laughs> and the crowd just popping like we we've all said it again and again that cm punk is always gonna tease us with a big return but just hearing that again in front of a live crowd after what 14, 15 years, it's going to be insane. I, I want to say, uh, people have been saying here on uh, on our comment section, they'll be on believe it when I see it mode because um, Andre says, AEW loves to troll, intern- uh, to troll the fans. I don't think they troll the fans, dude. WWE is a troll, uh, is the troll yeah. between the two of them. Uh, remember, guys, they were hyping up a big uh, WWE Hall of Famer and that turned out to be Christian. And we were right that it was Christian. So um, they are not in a position to lose the goodwill that they have built up by trolling people, by dangling CM Punk in front of all of us and having it be someone else. Okay, I don't uh, think at this th- point, if it's not CM Punk, who the hell could it be? Who, who could it Go- be? Go- Shane Cabana. McMahon? 
<laughs> Best in the world, Shane McMahon. <laughs> Shane McMahon. <laughs> no, um, I really don't think that Tony Khan is gonna gamble his uh, position as the golden boy of uh, mainstream wrestling right now, diba? ba? Baka yung bas, baka yung best in the world variant ni Jericho. Was it there like a tiny one? Tama. Andre and, and a lot of other people in the comments have been saying, now what if the final labor is Brian Danielson? By then. Uh, that that actually is like a really deep cut throwback from the very first episode of NXT from 2010, where uh, the main event was Chris Jericho versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So that would be fun. Man, di ko lang magets how Brian Danielson would side with MJF. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, like a lot of you in the comments, I'm actually in the same boat as you guys. I'll only believe it when I see it. But as Ro points out. The signs are there, and the signs are telling. So let's wait and see, all right? Christian, I mean, Christian, they did not disappoint us with Christian, right? They like, did not we, disappoint we, me, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We were waiting for Christian, and Christian came out. Sure, sure. I mean, okay, in other news, you have confirmed appearances. Naman. We've got the once-in-a-century talent, Hiroshi Tanahashi, challenging the IWGP US champion, Lance Archer. What do you guys think about this? Uh, okay, lang naman. Um, good on them for bringing in Tanahashi, but it's not really an AEW thing. It's really still more of an NJPW thing that they are doing care of uh, through AEW. So I don't think it means that Tanahashi is appearing on AEW to wrestle just yet because they were really just promoting the big NJPW USA show. Uh, so it would be great though if Tanahashi would come into Dynamite to wrestle, but uh. I don't know if I am going to hold out for that. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to do the whole Forbidden Door thing, then why not? Diba? They just had two uh, NJBWS championships or IWGP US championships on this on the show that isn't even theirs. Diba? So why diba? not? Why not double down on the third? All right. Last point on AEW before we go to TBT. Where do Hangman Page and the Dark Order go from here? Because people have been expecting now, okay, Hangman and his team will win the elimination tag match. Ito na, Hangman versus Omega at All Out or whatever. And it didn't happen. Nagulat ako nung natalo yung uh, Dark Order. Uh, I haven't actually seen the episode yet, but I'm also surprised because I thought that was it. I thought that was the big, uh, the big enough. But I guess putting it at the opener of the show... Um, Kind of gave it away. <laughs> they're gonna take a roundabout way to going to Omega versus Hangman. Feeling God, this will unfold more, and this is another internet thing on BTE. <laughs> like it'll it'll be more prevalent there than it is on Dynamite. Because it's more prominent the storyline of Dark Order friendship versus the bodies that are the elite. On, on on their internet show that nobody watches. So I feel like that's where it's going to happen more and, and you'd have to pay attention to that to see where it actually goes. But at the end, I think it also leads to for Hangman to work towards Kenny Omega a little bit more. Because Kenny Omega, I feel like he's focused on his other titles more than he is on AEW. They just promoted uh, Bound for Glory. In Las Vegas, where he where he has to defend at least one of those titles, right? At least the Impact Championship is going to be on the line. So, may, so Manabishang, he's wearing a lot of hats or a lot of belts in this case. So maybe the reason they didn't pull the trigger now is because he has to focus on all those other belts. Uh, to be fair to everything that happened in Elite versus Dark Order, kinilabutan ako nung Dark Order entrance. Like that was a oh, mega yeah. babyface pop, and then when Hangman was in the center of the group. Dun sa apron, and then they all did the Dark Order sign, basically cementing his place as the new leader. Holy crap! Goosebumps. Grade A babyface moment. Ang agas no entrance na yun. It's like, and, and Dark Order was never perceived as a threat, but in that few seconds that it took them to make their entrance, ang agas nun. Sobrang solid, sobrang solid. So yeah, um, they're, they're doing something right, I guess, based on their reactions. Even the elite, they're, they're drawing really good heat. So, you know, uh, I, I will give them that. Okay, that's it for AEW. Let's go to uh, our Throwback Thursday segment. 
And, well, because it's the Tokyo Olympics and because Heidelin Diaz won the gold medal, let's talk about Olympians in pro wrestling. So who are your favorite pro wrestling Olympians? Siyempre, top of mind has to be Kurt Angle, diba? He won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. We all memorize the spiel, diba? Intensity, integrity, intelligence. He would wear the medal down to the ring. I think that really says it all. Ako, favorite Olympian ko is Jeff Cup kasi nabato niya ako. So I can say that I have been <laughs> I have been tossed by an Olympian. Uh, <laughs> an Olympian wrestler. My, my, favorite, my favorite Olympian is Mark Henry. Not for all the wrestling things he's accomplished. But because uh, I remember a Ricky Law interview he did with Mark what? Henry. Uh, when oh Mark boy. Henry went to, uh, And basically, tinanong lang niya si Mark Henry, bakit ka mataba? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, niya, how many meals in the day do you eat and how many planes how many seats in the plane do you get if this is that proof thing that happened guys just you, you meals for the pay you meals for the pay you seats on the plane veg uh, <laughs> what, what, what kind of questions are these and the That's title of the levels of unprofessional and the title of this segment of this of this article section was body talk so he was body shaming Mark Henry <laughs> throughout the entire article. It's so stupid. You guys better look for it. It's the best. Oh my Wait God. Okay, hanapin natin yan. Okay, when I said Anne Hathaway levels of unprofessional, if you guys don't know, that's in reference to his unprofessional interview with Anne Hathaway okay. yeah, pero, when, when that, they're promoting that, Le Miz. Wag na natin siya taihin masyado kasi patay na siya. So, <laughs> all right. Meron din pala siyang body talk with CM Punk. Oh, what? <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm, I'm googling it right now. <laughs> Today I learned. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, while while Rose googling that, other Olympians in pro wrestling. I see a Chad Gable shout out from Zeppi. He was part of the 2012 Olympics. But uh, it, it it's widely referenced on commentary when he appeared on NXT and even yun, sa, ano, sa SmackDown. Of course, we have to shout out Anthony Ogogo, who is nowhere on TV again. <laughs> Anthony Ogogo is an Olympian. He's a bronze medalist a bronze in, in medalist amateur in boxing. boxing. Yeah. Uh, Ronda, yeah, pala, is a uh, no, medalist in oh, judo. Yeah, it's a judo. Yeah, right, right. I totally right. forgot about that. Who else you guys got? Uh, a lot of people are saying Kurt Angle. Uh, definitely because yeah, I, I think he was the first, no? the the one to make uh, the Olympic uh, Olympic gimmick popular. Yeah, uh, to make it popular, yeah. But like, there are a lot of names from like the mga sinaunang times. Like, like Vern Gagne was an Olympian. Oh, okay, he was okay. in, He competed in 1948. Uh, Mad Dog Vashon also competed in 1948. Carl Gotch also competed in 1948. Uh, <laughs> Shaq is an Olympian. Technically, that's right. Oh, nga pala. <laughs> Bad, Bad News Brown uh, uh, is also another Olympian. You might remember him from his uh, stint in the E in the early 90s. Uh, if you guys like Carrion Cross, based on your mga comments, kanina his finisher, the best, or one of his finishers is the Saito Suplex. So its innovator, Masa Saito, was an Olympian as well. He was in the 1964 Olympics. Mm, he competed nice, nice. then. Mike Tyson is Mike Tyson an Olympian? I didn't know this. Was he an Olympian? Nico sure. Yeah. Okay, Google that right now. For the uh, for the Puro fans, uh, legends like Ricky Choshu and Jumbo Tsuruta also competed yeah. in the Olympics. So that also oh, happened. Also, also, Matanza Cueto is an Olympian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've established that. <laughs> Mike Tyson was not an Olympian, according yeah, he's to sports I don't heavyweight Olympics also, so... He won the Junior Olympics, uh, I know, but not the the main the mainline Olymp the sacred Olympics. Counted by as Olympics, hindi, ba? I, parang hindi, parang hindi. Uh, Guys, according to Sportskida, the Iron Sheik is an Olympian. Oh, yes, pala, that's, yeah, right. that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Competed mm. for Iran in Greco-Roman wrestling. Yes, yes, yeah. that's right. That's part of his origin story in the U.S. Because he he yung Olympian siya, ba? And then he ended up being an assistant coach in the U.S. Team. Right. Oh, That's wow, one of the reasons yeah. he got to immigrate to the U.S. as a coach right. before he got into pro wrestling. All right. Yon, so there you go. Uh, that's our quick little tribute to all the Olympians in pro wrestling. I'm sure we've missed out on many more. So if you have many more you want to remind us of, hit us up in, in the comments. You know where to find us. Olympians in pro wrestling in celebration of Tokyo 2020 
And of course, the Philippine Olympians, lahat ng mga uh, waving our flags, diba? the Marjolin Didals, the Heidelin Diazes of the Philippines. Nesty Petesho Patayo, who is yeah, guaranteed yeah. a medal already. So um, on Saturday, if you have time, I think yung match niya is at 12.39 p.m. Yun yung nakalagay sa press release. Hindi ko lang yeah. kung ba't may butal yung schedule, pero panoorin natin on Saturday afternoon. So there. Uh, let's go to our picks of the week before we wrap the show up. And I'll start uh, with Robbie Eagles, man. I mentioned him at the top of the show. Gotta mention him again. His match against El Desperado when... Uh, he won the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh, it's a must-watch just because Pinoy Pride. <laughs> he did win. You know, he was another uh, Filipino who won a rest, uh, championship in Japan. Yeah, yes, so in, Tokyo. In, in Tokyo. In Tokyo. Yes. That's right. So yeah, um, while I'm here, my pick of the week is uh, from NXT UK as usual. Pretty Deadly, our new friends. Yeah. Uh, go up yes, against boy. Subculture. Uh, for the NXT side UK Tag Team Championships, yeah, side play check. Uh, they still win. Um, it was a really good match, and you should you guys should watch it. All right, my pick of the week goes out, and this is an opening for Stan here. My pick of the week goes out to Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage, the GCW <laughs> Heavyweight Championship in the death match. So. I, I liked it because who would have expected somebody as handsome as Matt Cardona to do something that crazy? <laughs> like, feeling good again for Flourish outside the WWE. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he's now the GCW heavyweight champion, so he beat Nick Gage. Nick Gage is going on to pop light tubes into other people's asses. May abogado na Mark, si smart Mark Sterling. Abogado na ni Matt Cardona. Yeah. Diba? I, I, si, si Matt Cardona talaga feeling good. He's flourishing outside of the WWE. Yeah. Mm. I'm really happy for him. Um, I cringed throughout the entire match, but I stuck through it because Matt Cardona. I, I want to uh, address a question that one of our patrons, the Abby, asked on Twitter. And I'm not sure if this is because of the Matt Cardona match. I doubt it is. But she was asking what's the difference of heel heat to go away heat. Because if you watch that Matt Cardona match, he's like the biggest heel in indie wrestling right now. Basically, just because GCW hated him so much, now when he won, they were pelting him with bottles in the ring. That's a level of heat that ha- hasn't been seen in so long. So to go back to the question, uh, is there a difference between heel heat and go away heat? Yeah, there is. Uh, as I said to Abby, it depends on what you really, really feel for that person. Like um, heel heat, because you can still justify, um, you know, hating someone uh, as a way to appreciate their efforts in being a bad guy. Whereas you can hate someone and want them to go away as well and not want to see him again. I understood that, but to me, as a wrestler in the business, um, I'd rather have both because it's still heat for me, right? So. Right. Uh, uh, the way I feel for Adam Cole, right, is go away heat. So <laughs> there's that. You know, Reginalds uh, of the uh, world. You know, go yeah. away heat. You know. So like, yeah, kung hihimayin natin, if you really break it down to its smarty essence, uh, yung go away heat talaga is just detestable. Like, you really don't want to see this person. You change the channel. But with heel heat, heels get cheered now. Even if I know Ro doesn't like that, but heels get yeah. cheered now. Diba? So... It, must pure, I guess. Must must sincere. You go away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I would right? say that. Yeah. What what I will say as you know, like you know, when Ro and I were doing MSG and we're trying to get booed, heat is heat is heat is heat. Yeah, at this point, that's yes. also um, that's yes. also true, right? Uh, with with Matt Cardona though, if you guys want to see a crowd that really legitimately hates a guy. Watch the last five minutes of Cardona versus Gage and stay through the end. Until they started pelting him with glass bottles. That's the epitome of heat in 2021. You know. mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, as we wrap up here, got to remind you of a couple of things happening uh, for us outside the podcast. Let's start with Chino. What's happening on the Class Clown? So this week on the Class Clown, I have on our good friend, Mr. Sam C. And this time, I talked to Sam about the comedy scene in Singapore how it's been handling the pandemic, what he's been up to during the pandemic, as well as his comedy career. He's also a stand-up comedian like myself. He also does improv like myself. So we do talk a lot about comedy. So if that's your cup of tea, tune in to the Glass Town Podcast out on Friday, tomorrow. Uh, 
look for it on all your podcast aggregators or on my social media at Chino Supersize. How about you, Ro? I saw na may bago kong podcast. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. We have a new side project. I formed a coalition with my friends from the Geeky Ones and Wrestling After Work plus Admin Jackie. So we have a new podcast called Evolving Backwards. It's a slice of life podcast where we all take turns answering a question about life. So I'm pretty happy to not be talking about wrestling a lot on this one. So please check it out if you want to hear me, you know, uh, not talk about wrestling and just want to Ano, ano, ano? Salo na natin sa PNA yan para may referral. Pwede nga eh. Pwede nga eh. Baka naman. Baka naman, Boss Ron. Baka naman. Yo, para may referral money din tayo. Diba? Yeah, so uh, go look for it on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. It's called Evolving Backwards. And it's pretty fun if you just want to listen to a show about life. Right. Uh, as for me, um, on deck season three is out. Uh, first episode features Mo Twister, and yes, we talked about Viva Hot Babes Gone Wild. We spent a good fifteen minutes on that, which was a lot of fun. Uh, but overall, I really enjoyed that interview. So please check that out. My other podcast now steaming also has a new episode where we uh, took a look at Chinoy representation in mass media, and I just chat all over my Beyond the Girl because it deserves it for setting us all the way back to the Qing Dynasty. And uh, finally, uh, the Chinoy TV documentary called Chinese by Blood, Filipino by Heart is premiering on August 8th. That's 8-8 at 8 p.m. So auspicious date intensifies on CNN Philippines. Uh, so watch that. Uh, oh, malapit na actually. <laughs> Good call. Hindi ko na alala. <laughs> so yeah. And uh, thanks to Boswaki for shouting my mom out. Happy, happy birthday to my mom. Oh, by the and way, guys. It. By the way. Sorry, sorry. By the way. Oh, plug yeah, TikTok. Uh, plugging her TikTok. So uh, for steady wrestling content every day uh, on the day, uh, follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. If you ask us questions, we will turn it into a mailbag that is going to be audio only. So please, please, if you want to ask us any you want, you want to get our thoughts on who our favorite wrestlers are, Mount Rushmore's, our favorite finishers, our favorite storylines, whatever. Uh, oh. Ask it on TikTok. We will definitely get to it on our new audio-only series. Also, yeah, we'll okay, start this list- August. You have listicles, like you have 10 ganyan, ganyan, that I want to see in AEW. You your ideas. Nyo. Throw it our way on TikTok, yeah, yeah. on our uh, socials. Yes. At Wrestling 2 xpod At Wrestling 2 xpod on TikTok and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And if for whatever reason you're not following us yet, uh, it's the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Spotify. Individually, though, it is at Rowis War, at China Supersized, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you to all our viewers, our listeners, our patrons, to Babyface producers Nikai and Sola for assembling everything behind the scenes, and to the rest of the PNA team as well for helping us do what we do best. And uh, we'll catch you next week for another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Until then, stay safe. Mask up. Good luck sa lockdown. Please stock up on alcohol kasi kakailanganin natin yan. Uh, register to vote kung pwede pa and get your vaccines habang kaya pa. Bye guys. Peace out. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.